0: yo what's happening everybody what a day what a good day finally we get a day with some good news great way to end the week so it's friday it's november 19th we've got not too much to cover in this one it's going to be a shorter show but we definitely have some very relevant very breaking news to cover we got the final verdict in kyle rittenhouse's court case and he has been acquitted and it's making a lot of deep state people out there not happy which makes me happy. So, that's good news. And we also have Guy Lane's court case now to focus on after the Rittenhouse case is over, done with. Now we've got Guy Lane's to focus on. So, that's definitely gonna be um, eyes on that one, the focus over the next few weeks. And then also some COVID news, some election fraud news, a variety of different things we'll cover. Uh, Cancel culture is trying to rear its ugly head, but it's getting canceled back. So, hey, that's always a good day. Now, first, Kyle Rittenhouse's Court case acquitted on all counts. Very emotional situation there. I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse was breaking down and bawling and crying after the not guilty verdicts were read aloud to him. And it was, I mean, you felt happy for him because it was just such a sad situation how the hacks in the mainstream media were trying to make an example out of this kid just for their own political Agenda. So we are happy for Kyle that it's finally over and done with. And yet the media is just, my God, these people are sick in the head. And they, all of their racism, all of their just sick, nasty, toxic, narcissistic, psychopathic, sociopathic behavior is coming out after this. I mean, which makes me think, like, my God, if they're reacting like this after the Kyle Rittenhouse court case. Just imagine how they would feel if like, I don't know, Hillary Clinton or, or uh, Joe Biden or anybody like that, a James Clapper got arrested from, an, uh, from a Durham indictment or we got new names of co-conspirators in Guy Lane's court case and a bu- it's a bunch of their freaking friends, right? Like they are just melting down over small potatoes today. Imagine how they're going to melt down when the big potatoes start frying. That, that makes me happy as well. <laughs> I can't wait till that, right? It's going to be so glorious. So look at this, MSNBC, remember, this was the outlet that tried to have one of their journalists follow the jury bus for Kyle's court case yesterday, got lit up, and actually I think the journalist that was uh, involved in some of that jury bus following, she totally sanitized her profiles, made everything private, she might have even deleted her LinkedIn. So (laughs) these media people there, they try to cancel you. And then when they get found out, they run like little cowards. So look at this headline from MSNBC. Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. They're not even trying to hide it. They're not even trying to be subtle with these. And that's just one example of dozens, if not hundreds, of different tweets and headlines and terrible hot takes that a lot of these just left-wing douchebags, left-wing fools are putting out on their uh, websites and social media accounts. And then we have Biden. Biden was asked about his thoughts right after the verdict was reached, and he said first that he stands by what the jury has concluded. The jury system works, and we have to abide by it. He said we'll stand by the verdict. And then, just a couple of hours later, he puts out this official statement, or I guess whoever handles Biden, put out this official statement for him on his Twitter account. And he essentially said that he is angry and concerned over the verdict. And he urged for peaceful protests. Yes. I kid you not urging for peaceful protests. And he's angry and concerned over this verdict. So yeah, I don't know. He can't make up his friggin' mind today. Probably that colonoscopy getting to him, right? He doesn't know how to feel. And, uh, That being said, speaking of peaceful protests, there are some concerns about protests being planned in many of the large uh, cities around the country, primarily, you know, the very very left-wing ones, the Portland, the Chicago, New York, L.A. That is the rumor, though. Just want to say it's a rumor. I have not seen anything come of this, no photos or videos or any actionable reports on the ground. So this is still in the rumor stage. I don't know. I'm not too concerned about any big protests or anything like that. Um, But, you know, Soros could always be calling up his goons on speed dial. Hey, get ready. We got the bricks coming in, the pallets of them. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about all that. But, hey, if you are in any of those areas, keep your eyes open. And then the court case that we have to focus on now, now that Kyle Rittenhouse's case is good to go, now, hopefully the DOJ or no federal agencies try to make any move. And, you know, I, I heard Representative Jerry Nadler was trying to beat the beat the war drums today and make it sound like the the DOJ was going to investigate all this and the feds are going to get involved. If that happens, the, we don't have to worry about Antifa riots. I'm sure there's going to be some other riots and people incredibly unhappy if the DOJ moves in and tries to arrest Kyle and just i mean give the kid a freaking break self defense it's easy but gilane gilane so her jury selection began this week and her court case begins in 10 days it begins on the 29th that's when it gets in full swing and we have the mainstream media they can't they can't ignore it they can't hide it they can't deny it gilane's trial is happening and even, like I said, the mainstream media report is reporting on it. Rolling Stone is reporting on it. So we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. Let's not be distracted from that. Or let him try to brush any of these details under the rug. Or try to spin it and frame it like Guy Lane is the victim and Epstein, you know, wasn't doing all that bad of stuff, right? This, the temple on his island was just a gym. It was just a gym. Nothing else. Just a gym. All right. Next topic, Biden's colonoscopy. Yes, this news broke this morning and a lot of people got their their panties in a jiffy. But Biden had a uh, routine health checkup today. And then I guess it was a colonoscopy he had to go and have. I don't know. I don't know why this wasn't reported earlier. Don't they have to prepare for this stuff like no a few days ahead of time? Yet we weren't told. We were all told all of a sudden this morning that this was happening. Just how that all kind of happened was very odd. Maybe it was some sort of test, like a public reaction test. so They could see if, you know, Biden had a health issue and Kamala took over for a minute, the presidency, how people would react. Who knows really why they did this? But uh, Biden did have to have a colonoscopy for a couple of hours, and then Kamala Harris was named acting president while biden was under under the anesthesia <laughs> oh there's so many takes so many memes just so many ways you could take this story i guess joe biden didn't get it all out while he was there visiting the pope and they had to get the rest out i don't i don't know speaking of memes this is like the meme of the week definitely the meme of the day Look at this here. Let me get my let me get my camera feed out of the way. <laughs> he turned that off. This is absolutely incredible. So we got Hillary Clinton. Uh, so we got Hillary Clinton giving old Joe the colonoscopy, and what do they see? They see Durham up there. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Sir William Scott. For this one. He's a part of our We the Media group on Telegram, and that's where he posts his glorious memes like this. Oh, it's so good. All right. On to more serious matters. Actually, still on to Kamala, actually. Uh, last night, news broke that her communications director is leaving the White House, leaving the Biden administration. Kamala Harris is comms person. And this is on the heels of news that. Just there, there's just a whole bunch of drama, a whole bunch of drama around Kamala Harris and a bunch of maybe animosity between some of the people who work for Kamala Harris and some of the people in the White House and even maybe some people on Joe Biden's staff. Tucker Carlson even did a segment, I think on Monday at the very beginning of this week, saying that there were rumors flying around Capitol Hill that they're looking to replace Kamala Harris in some way. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of shakeups come in the upcoming months. We'll see if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are still even in there within 6 months or so, right? Heck, maybe the deep state wants to try to pull some bait and switch to get Hillary Clinton in there or Michelle Obama or somebody like that. Ah, we'll see. We we know Joe Biden is just a disaster. An absolute disaster. And Kamala Harris is almost more of a disaster. So, uh, Kabal right now, they're like, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. We don't, <laughs> we wanted anybody but Trump, but maybe not. Maybe that was a bad idea. So, next up, speaking of Durham, the Washington Post actually printed this today, and they printed it behind an opinion piece. That's how the media hides behind, hides from defamation and libel lawsuits, is printing something as an op-ed. So, oh, this opinion doesn't reflect anybody at this organization, it's an op-ed. But look at this headline, literally it states, even if the Steele dossier is discredited, there's plenty of evidence of Trump's collusion with Russia. So even though the Washington Post has had to correct dozens and dozens of articles they've written, even though their Russia collusion narrative is bullshit, they're still trying to gaslight you to accept it. Hmm, crazy people these people are crazy uh onward now to an article that i found that general flynn shared on telegram and this is about the fbi actually taking uh making a move against a you could just say concerned parent basically this this actually happened i do not believe this is a clickbait Uh, article no this actually happened Mike Lindell and his co-host Brandon Howes reported on this on Lindell.tv how there was a woman in Grand Junction Colorado who was very outspoken outspoken against her school board uh, made her voice known and remember the FBI has put out a quote threat tag how they they are taking a look at parents who are against critical race theory and Against mandates and these different things they are basically trying to intimidate and go after concerned parents. And we have a concerned parent here in Grand Junction, Colorado, who had the FBI knocking on her door, went into her house. I believe they put cuffs on this woman for uh, a few minutes there, manhandled her 18-year-old daughter, searched the entire house. This This is literally insane, folks, literally insane, and so many people out there in our society have no idea that this is really happening in this country, so we need to, we need to tell them, we need to let them know, that's why this, this citizen journalism that we all need to start doing, uh, if you're not already doing it, you need to start, you know, whether it's online, whether it's in person, just, just tell people, tell people about just basic stuff that's going on with the mandates and the FBI and the government and. what the mainstream media doesn't report so this is yeah this is insanity at its finest here from the fbi uh onward now to a an indictment out of the philippines for sex trafficking and this was from the leader of a huge church believe it or not the church was called the kingdom of jesus christ and the name above every name uh yeah, I'm not exactly familiar with that or have any clue. Yet, uh, the leader of this Philippines-based church and two top administrators were indicted for allegations of orchest- orchestrating a sex trafficking operation that coerced girls and young women under threats of eternal damnation. Man. Yeah. That is... How many false idols are out there? How many false idols are out there in the religious or spiritual or, you know, whatever you want to call it, movement? God, so many of them. Just sick sociopaths and narcissists and people. People who hide behind Jesus. They hide behind love and light. They hide behind spirituality. And yet they turn out to be just some not so good people. Not so good people. All right. Also some not so good people. Chase Bank. <laughs> Those bankers. So uh, some cancel culture coming from Chase Bank. Don Jr. was holding an event in uh, Missouri, it looks like there. And this event was canceled by a uh, payment processing company that was owned by J.P. Morgan Chase. So the payment processing company was called WePay. It's a subsidiary of J.P. Morgan Chase. And this uh, Defense of Liberty PAC was holding an event on December 3rd in St. Charles, Missouri. They were using WePay to process their payments. WePay decided to cancel the contract with this organization holding the event, uh, probably because Donald Trump Jr. was the headliner there. But anyway, WePay canceled them. Boom! Couldn't happen anymore. Uh, they actually reversed it. Like the next day, they were probably getting so much blowback that they said, "Oh crap, we, we we're sorry, we're sorry." But uh, the event remains canceled. Remember Chase Bank just a few weeks ago canceled some of General Flynn's credit cards. Now they're canceling events with Donald Trump Jr. at it. Good job, Chase. Good job. That's how you. That's how you get sued. That's how you maybe eventually even lose your company through all sorts of class action lawsuits and whatnot. So there you go. If you're using one of those big banks, switch your bank, credit unions, local banks at least, right? It's still bullshit fiat system, but hey, you're at least taking your business away from the Chases and the Wells Fargo's and the Bank of America's of the world. I did that years ago. Uh, And we also have another big corporation doing the cancel culture thing. This one is Marriott. Marriott Hotels. They're refusing to host a conference uh, thrown by Uyghurs. And they're canceling it because of, quote, political neutrality. They want to be politically correct. They don't want to rock the boat against any organization. It's it's the uh, World uh, World Uyghur Conference. I can never say that word right. I can't say many words, right? This Organization wanted to hold an event at a Marriott hotel. And of course, the Chinese don't like the Uyghurs. So there's a big genocide of Uyghurs going on over there in China. And it's tough to even pinpoint exactly what's going on over there in China because there's such an information barrier with what they uh, don't allow out of their country. But yes, the Marriott is refusing to hold an event uh, because of political correctness. They're just pansies, pansy ass mofos. lot of those in our society, unfortunately. So if you have kids out there, don't teach them to be pansies. That's how we change things here. (laughs) Educate the kids. Uh, Onward now, Australia calling for a global action to fight online misinformation. It's the boogeyman misinformation. (laughs) You have to love how ideas just simple ideas trigger people so much that's all it is we're in the information war we're in the war of knowledge and if you just put out certain perspectives that people are afraid of they want to hide from they just they they re so hard and i i don't know it just blows my mind how people can get so triggered just off of different perspectives different beliefs uh Okay, onward now to COVID. The FDA clearing Moderna's and Pfizer's booster shots for all U.S. adults. The FDA authorized it. Uh, some experts, quote, air quote, finger quote, experts from the CDC are calling for it as well, so the boosters could be coming. And this might also lead to booster mandates. Not just vaccine mandates, but booster mandates. Remember, the whole redefinition of fully vaccinated is a big debate right now. What does fully vaccinated mean? Some institutes and governmental organizations are trying to make it so that fully vaccinated means two shots plus a booster. Meaning if you just had two shots, you're not fully vaccinated. So we'll see. We'll see what kinds of, again, government organizations or businesses or or institutes try to enforce a booster mandate and go that far. That would be that would be real clown world. They get a lot of backlash from that one. Uh, also getting some backlash right now is Austria. Austria enforcing probably one of the most restrictive COVID rules in the world from a country that's not Australia. Austria going the way of Australia, almost, but they're in full lockdown right now, vaccinated and unvaccinated, full, complete lockdown for 20 days. And then as of... I believe February 1st, 2022, uh, Austria is making their citizens have mandated vaccinations, like even if you're just a citizen, period. So Austria is going nuts. Germany warning that they may follow suit with those lockdowns and compulsory vaccination rules as well. And that is exactly why we have massive protests all over Europe right now. This is in the Netherlands, and it's just... It's, you know, not just protests now. It's turning into actual riots. So this... Governments are asking for it, right? This wouldn't be happening if we didn't have these draconian, totalitarian rules they're trying to enact on people. So you don't like to see this, but it's just a natural consequence. It's called consequences. It's called cause and effect. So... There you go. People aren't going to be happy when you try to do crazy stuff like this. Uh, And then this weekend is coming up. So that means we're going to have protests all around the world. We're going to have massive protests, I'm sure. They're all over Europe, in Australia, and then in New York as well. Big freedom rallies being planned for New York City uh, this weekend. So if you're in the area... You want to go stand up for your rights, get out, start protesting, start making your voice heard. Uh, You might not feel like little old you, one person does much, but when one person teams up with another person, teams up with another person, and then that spreads, soon enough you get thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, all standing together uh, to make their voices heard and demand change. So don't underestimate the power of yourself, especially when you work with other individuals. Uh, moving on to Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Hillary Clinton shunning Bitcoin. Yes, Hillary Clinton of all people shunning the crypto. So she said today during a an event. What was this event for? Uh, it was the it was a panel discussion. For the Bloomberg New Economy Forum that was happening in Singapore. Looks like Clinton uh, called in via webcast and she said that cryptocurrencies destabilize nations. So we have to watch out for it. She was calling crypto bad, okay? Because they could destabilize the nations. As if her and a bunch of her satanic cult pals haven't destabilized nations around the world enough over the last 30 years, 40 years. It's the cryptos' fault. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why Bitcoin and ETH and a bunch of these cryptos are are regaining some ground today. Maybe that's why they're <laughs> they're in the green. When Clinton doesn't like something, that makes a lot of people like that something. So keep keep it up, Hillary. Keep it up. Say, say some more things about Bitcoin, why don't you? Say say it's awful. Say it's terrible. Make some more people buy it. So there's that. And then onward to our last article here. Another one. Another one about the aliens. It just keeps coming. This is an opinion piece that was printed in The Hill. Thehill.com. This is a DC-based national newspaper. Uh, and this was an opinion piece written by Avi Loeb. He's the Harvard astronomer. Who's been really paraded around by the mainstream media, being the the pro UFO disclosure guy? He was the guy who was at the Ignatius Forum last week. That was the forum where Jeff Bezos spoke, and uh, Avril Haines, the director of National Intelligence, and the head of NASA too. Uh, that's where all these guys spoke about life in the cosmos, about UFOs, and how Avi Loeb, the Harvard guy, was there as well. And his speech was honestly probably the creepiest one, the Harvard guy. He, he was one of those just very left-brained, very um, s- almost overly scientific, right? As if there was zero intuition in his mind, in his body, and no emotion as well. He was kind of one of those guys. And his whole speech was about AI, and how we need to send AI systems into space instead of humans. And we're basically already creating life. His argument for life being out in the cosmos was that humanity is creating synthetic life in a lab in the form of AI. So, you know, if humans can play God, be God, and create synthetic life, then uh, why can't there be life out there in the cosmos? And, you know, uh, it's just, it's creepy. It's really weird. And it's almost is, if... his the talking points he's being given which i think have to do with ai and to really push this ai thing and almost um bring humanity's thoughts of space exploration like we need ai to explore space and oh all these ufos we're seeing they could be ai from a from an extraterrestrial extraterrestrial intelligence as if there's no you know actually alive beings out there. It's just, it's real weird. This Harvard guy, his narratives he's putting out there. He's also the head of what they're calling the Galileo Project. And this is the project that might be involved with the new uh, UFO sightings office that they're setting up, right? Uh, The one that Kirsten Gillibrand is trying to uh, put into the NDAA and get funded the new government UFO office uh, might be working with the Galileo Project, which is headed by Mr. Harvard here. So, yeah, just a bunch of weird narratives coming out of this whole mainstream UFO disclosure stuff. And then the the gatekeepers. It's the gatekeepers that you got to watch out for. The ones that are, you know, manicuring the narratives, manufacturing them, putting out the diet, woke, watered down social justice narratives when it has to come to UFO disclosure, that is your Lou Elizondo, your Chris Mellon, your Jeremy Corbell, and it's like these Hollywood guys. They're Hollywood guys and they're D.C. guys. So they're just, you know, fake woke, diet woke. Not really going to take us anywhere. It's just deep state disclosure. Got to love it. So that's it for this one, guys. Um, If you're watching this before 4 p.m. Pacific on Friday, which is like two hours from now, uh, I'm going to be doing a live stream tonight. So you can find that. I'll put the replay up um, by the morning, although if you can't make it. And then I do want to plug a couple of things before I go here. I want to share with you guys a couple of t-shirt designs I got up on my website, some Defund the Media designs. So there's two of them. They're in a variety of different colors as well. Uh, You can go check them out. I'll be uploading designs every so often on my website for merch and mugs and different things like that. So there's the defund the media designs. And then I've had some questions lately about uh, donating via crypto. Some people have wanted to send me some crypto, which I appreciate very much. Thank you guys. And I've started a, a CoinTree account. So this is a new website I just found out about. It's like Linktree where you link a bunch of stuff on one page, but this is for crypto wallet addresses. So it's super convenient and super easy for me to plug the wallet addresses for a bunch of different coins here. Doji coin, Litecoin, Bitcoin, ETH. Uh, if you would like to support the work I do, you can do it via crypto and find the links here. I'm gonna link my coin tree right down there in the description below. So uh yeah, not necessary, but I thank you for any of the support you guys give, whether it's grabbing a shirt, grabbing something for my supplement company, sending me a tip a card or crypto or signing up to any of my uh subscription platforms not necessary though uh I i would appreciate just some form of energetic exchange whether that be tipping me or grabbing something from one of my one of my sites or just a thumbs up on this video give it a thumbs up subscribe to this channel share some of my work around with your friends whether it's one of my videos or my telegram account or go find me on instagram you know follow some of my other accounts Share the dank memes or the the shit stirring I post. Share that around. If that's the energy exchange that you can give, that is greatly appreciated. So thank you guys. Hope to see you live tonight. I'll be doing another live stream next week too. So if you missed this one, don't worry, and go find me on Telegram to get notified as to when new stuff comes out or I go live or sometimes I do voice chats on Telegram too, things like that. So there you go, guys. That's it for this one. Good week. Happy Friday. Have a uh, a fantastic weekend, and I'll be seeing you all soon. Done.